Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwick Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. No me, no voice on the guys. Me, really real, feeling real. It's real from Virginia here at your service. And, uh, I mean, we've had better days. I think that actually might have been the worst day we've had in the playoffs to date. <laughs> Wow, that was really, really bad. I think the final count tally was one in four on the day. And that's what I get for having five bets going on a weekend. Like, come on. I, I know better than this. You guys got to hold me. Keep me honest, man. You guys got to keep me honest. Because there's no reason I should have had uh, that many plays going on the weekend. But, you know, I just don't like, you know, Saturday, Sunday, NBA just kind of be weird sometimes. But man i really really just don't know like i really just don't know it was all right let's just go from the beginning like let's just do that let's just go from the beginning so miami heat beat the new york knicks 108 101 and if you follow me on twitter you'll see that when julius randall was officially announced out i said that this is giving me Jalen Brunson vibes from last year where he was the guy on the team for I think it was a game or two that Luka was out in that series and he handled the Jazz they lost game one went back and win the series I got that at a five to one bet last time this time around four plus 475 so I wasn't too upset that the Knicks lost the game because I pretty much foresaw it after Julius Randle was announced out. I think Julius Randle is really, really big to this series. And I, while I think he's coming back in the series, I don't think that they have a chance without him. Um, but here I have Jimmy Butler over five and a half assists that did get there. And he ended up rolling his ankle. But, I mean, I just, I, he was doing all right. Like, he had three assists at half, and he got another one in the third, and he ended up rolling his ankle, uh, what was that, in the fourth when he rolled his ankle? Something like that? I think it was, like, some way through the fourth. But at that point, I kind of already had gave up with that, that being a losing bet in my mind. Whereas Jalen Brunson got there, over five and a half assists. He got seven for the game. And pretty much what I thought it was going to be of he got a lot of attention on him. He was okay shooting the basketball, but he had a lot of attention. He he didn't hit anything from three. I think he was 0 for 7 from three. That was really bad. But uh, he got a lot of attention on him. He made the right read. And he could have had a lot more assists. Like, there's a couple times that Grimes and Josh Hart missed wide open threes. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like If we had lost that bet, I would have looked right back at that Josh Hart three and Grimes I think it was two Grimes threes that he missed on the assist and it was wide open I was like Jesus Christ man so we get there now things get downhill quickly game seven Dre let us down we had him for over 22 and a half points rebounds and assists guess how much the man finishes with 22 great Lost on the hook there. We had him for over two and a half blocks and steals at plus money. Guess how much he finished with? Two. You know, it's like stuff like that that turns what could have. Imagine if we got the the hook on both of those plays. It's a nice day. Like, we're, we're sitting on a really nice day. But, you know, it is what it is sometimes. 
Malik Monk wasn't even close. I mean, he was close. He wasn't close. Like he was, he had a terrible shooting day as much as, you know, as a lot of people on the Kings did. The Warriors really, really locked it up defensively on the road in a game seven. Very, very good, you know, showing by them. So one and four day, not very good. Down a bunch of units, but we've been up over the playoffs. Like we've been up over the playoffs. So it's not like I'm, you know, I'm still up. It's just that I feel like I gave a lot back. And I hate giving unit backs, units back, but we're going to take our time. I'm going to rebuild and we're going to get it back over time. We're not going to try to all get it all back in one punch, but we're going to get it back over time and it'll be good. So let's come on to today. We have two games in the association for the playoffs. One game one, one game two. First play of the day is in the Philadelphia 76ers and Boston Celtics series. Celtics are laying nine and a half, 214 and a half is total. Big news is that Joe Embiid is not expected to play. So if you know me, you know that they don't have his prop listed. There's a possibility that they're terrified, scared little punk babies to uh, try to use a more correct word. But... We'll see if the books give me Paul Reed props today because I'll be on Paul Reed. You guys know that. And that's, I mean, come on. You guys know I'm going to be on Paul Reed. Here's the play I have for this game. So let's look at the situation. The 76ers have had a lot of time off. Joel Embiid is not playing. The time off, I don't think, just helped Joel Embiid. But it helped everybody else on that team with nagging injuries. And the person that you cannot think of who's had nagging injuries any more than anybody else on the team is James Harden. Everybody knows how I feel about James Harden, how much I would love to fade James Harden when he's not healthy. But with this time that he's had off to train, strengthen his body, feel a lot more comfortable going into the series, we could be getting a very, very healthy James Harden in this game. And when James Harden is healthy, he looks like the James Harden of old. He truly, truly does. So this is how I'm going to play James Harden today. There's actually multiple ways to play him, and I might actually decide on doing... Mm, we'll decide if I decide on a second way. But James Harden's three-point prop today is consensus two and a half at minus 120, minus 130. Looking at James Harden this season without Joe Embiid, he had seven games. Let me read to you his three-point made and attempts. 0 for 3, 2 for 6, 3 for 8, 2 for 8, 3 for 9, 3 for 5, 4 for 9. So what I like to see here is high attempts. You got to have the opportunity if you're going to make the three-point shots. You can't just, like, if you only shoot three a game, I'm not going to bet you over two and a half, but... James Harden, you look at after that first game against the Raptors, 6, 8, 8, 9, 5, 9. Like, he's getting the attempts up. And, it's his, you know, it's his patented step-back three that he feels really comfortable with. And if I'm getting a healthy James Harden in a, in a game, in a series that he has to step up in, then I like him to do what makes him feel comfortable, and that's that step-back three. So I think that we're going to have plenty of opportunities for him to be able to hit that three-point shot over the Boston Celtics today and put himself in, self in a position is to score. And so giving James Harden over two and a half three pointers made, I think that 
that's a key part of his game. That's, you know, something we've, we've seen him be able to master over his career. And I think it all come to light and really boost his scoring and what he's able to add to a Philadelphia team that feel like they have nothing to lose in this game. You have no James Harden. You have nothing to lose. You can go out there, play as free as you want, and give your best effort and all the pressures on the Celtics to make sure that they win this game without Joe Embiid. Because if they lose this game without Joe Embiid, then they gave up home court. So I expect to see the 76ers play with a little bit less pressure in this game, push the pace a little bit more from three, and see them attempt to keep this game close. I kind of like Philly plus the nine and a half, but I will give out James Harden over two and a half threes for this game. All right. That's all I got in this one. Now, James Harden, same without Joe Embiid, seven games. Look at, listen to his assist totals, four, 17, 10, eight, 11, 11, five. Like, that's, really, that's really solid as well. He's gotten over his eight and a half assists four of the past three you know, for the past three of the past seven, I'm sorry, for the past seven games this season without Joe Embiid. I'm expecting him to do, but yeah, let's just do it. Let's just go all in on James Harden today. I know we did it with, with Draymond yesterday. Let's just go. So give me James Harden over eight and a half assist as well. I'm going to play that as well. That is, let me get a price on it. Minus 130 as well. So a little juice on both of these props, but I think they're solid. And there's definitely, you know, parlay material. Like, I definitely think that's parlay material. If you don't want to, you don't trust the hook or anything, you want to take James Harden, two threes, eight assists, something like that. Like, I think you can get a little bit of uh let's see. Let me just go ahead and do the math for you. Why not? I'm feeling like a nice guy today. So let's see here. For tonight, James Harden, in case you don't, you know, because we did get beat on the hook yesterday, and I understand that that makes people nervous. I hate losing on the hook like that. But you take James Harden for eight assists and James Harden for two threes, and you're going to get it at minus 130. So, you know, depends how you want to play it. I'm taking the props. I trust them to get over both numbers. All right. Next game, we have the Denver Nuggets going to play the Phoenix Suns in Denver. Game two of their series, Denver leads 1-0 after they dominated Phoenix in that first game. Minus four for Denver. Current line opened up at 5. 229 is the total. I have two plays for this one and then a fun play later. And so my two plays... I mean, it's on the side and it's on the total in this game. I think I have a pretty, I feel like I have a pretty good read of how this game is going to go. And it seems like it's on script. Zigzag theory of these two teams and this being a close series. I know Denver has been really, really good at home, but if the Golden State Warriors have shown us anything, it's that them being one of the worst road teams all season didn't matter in the playoffs because they won two road games in that series, including, including a game seven. So I, you know, we've seen Memphis lose home games. This series, Milwaukee lost a home game. They were a really good home team. They're a really good road team as well. Didn't get a win on the road. So I'm not really looking into the regular season too too much. So while Denver it was good at home at the regular season, I think that Phoenix 
being in Denver for this amount of time, they can they have adjusted a little bit more to the altitude. They will have a better second half. Well, really, it's really that second quarter that really, really hurt them that last game. So I, I like Phoenix. I like Phoenix here to up the defensive intensity for them to keep it, you know, keep it closer with Denver. I'm, I'm taking Phoenix plus four. I don't think Denver's gonna shoot like let me just go through the shooting of that they had in that game one. That was really, really insane. Like what they were doing for different portions of that game. And so they finished at 47.5%. I don't think that does them any justice of how well they were actually shooting at some at one point in the game. I think they were making like 60% of their shots. And 43.2% from three. That's that was really, really good. That's where the, the Suns are gonna have to step up their three-point shooting. Uh, 30.4% from three for them. But yeah, I, I think that it was just an amazing offensive explosion by Denver in that last game. And I expect that to come back down to earth a little bit and Phoenix to lock things up. And we saw it in the last series, you know, they, they had a really, really good defensive game in game two. And so I expect to see something like that here for the Suns. And because I think that they're going to have a better defensive output, then Denver's not going to shoot the ball as well as they did. I like the under as well. Game two unders, it, it feels like the safe bet for me. So give me Phoenix plus four and the under 229 in this game. Those are my two plays for Denver and Phoenix game two. All right. So my fun play for this game. I've already told you all that I'm betting Kevin Durant every game in this series. Until Denver shows me that they're going to do what the Suns did and just double-team Kevin Durant every time he gets the ball, I'm going to continue to bet Kevin Durant because I think Kevin Durant 101 cannot be stopped by anybody in Denver. So Kevin Durant's points prop is at 28.5. Let's see what happens when we move this number up. So we had 28 and a half at minus, well, some shops are already up to 29 and a half at minus 106, but 35 plus points for Kevin Durant is plus 250. 40 plus points is seven to one. I think he can have, he, he started the game off so strong and it was just, you know, that second half that really got away from them and he really didn't add any more contribution, but he started that game off so strong. I think he can have another really good start here. I actually win. I don't play first quarter pro points props, but seven and a half for Kevin Durant feels kind of easy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, in the first quarter, but give me a Kevin Durant point slider. I have 35 plus 250, 40 at 7-1. Probably can find a better. Let me see if I can find a better number on those. Uh, KD, are you with me? All right. So we have here, let's see what they got. Yeah, same thing. Uh, plus 250, 7 to 1 for 40. So that's about where you're at. I think he has a good day. I think he wills them. I mean, he, he pushes them towards this win. So I am on Kevin Durant today. I have a good game. That's my fun prop of the day. All right. So. Let's recap for the 76ers plus the versus the Celtics. I'm on James Harden today. Give me over two and a half threes for James Harden. Give me over eight and a half assists as well for James Harden. Hopefully he doesn't sell us. <laughs> and for the late game, give me Phoenix plus four. 
to you know plus four sprinkle on that plus 150 money line as well i think philly not not philly but phoenix knocks it uh ties it up at one one and then the under 229 for the game and for fun we have the kevin durant points ladder all right if you are not make sure you're subscribed to the podcast i really really need that please subscribe to the podcast all my new listeners that just tapped in for an episode welcome to the family Welcome to the family. Come into the podcast and join us. We're here every single day giving out hoops picks. WNBA is getting started mm-hmm. soon, and I'm telling y'all, like, I'm excited. I started the heat the season last year on an insane heater where I, I think I hit, like, eight straight dogs in a row. Like, I, I just really feel good about WNBA season, and I'm looking forward to seeing these new teams. I'm watching training stuff in training camp right now, trying to get a read on teams, and Looking forward to just getting, finding my stride in the WNBA and carrying that the rest of the season. So definitely looking forward to adding another level, another kind of basketball. And then that's what we're going to be talking about when NBA is over. It's going to be strictly all WNBA bets for the most part. So that's, I'm really, really looking forward to all of that. Uh... Follow me at really real underscore underscore follow the podcast at HW Culture Pod. Other than that, I really have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of editing podcasts. We're just gonna go like this. We are out of here.